What's up, everybody? My name is CJ. And I'm Nate. And this is Word of Mouth Podcast. And the word is in our mouth. Come Come on, somebody. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with our good friend, Evangelist Joe Zerpoli. This is an exciting episode, and we hope you enjoy it. Come on, somebody. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 13 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. God, we love you. We ask that you'd be with us and just help us, Lord. Just let your word, let this, let your word saturate our hearts and uh, give us ears to hear and eyes to see. And we just pray, Lord, and we're thankful for our friend, a dear friend being here with us. And we just pray that you would just yes, be with us as we, as we talk about what's going on, talk about life, talk about ministry, talk about you, of course, giving you all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, come on somebody. We're glad that you're here to join us. Uh, for this awesome and exciting episode here with our good friend, Brother Joe Zerpoli. Uh, bro, it's good to have you here in, in our church building and, of course, in Safford, Arizona, because we always we love when you come down, bro. You're just family. But I'm excited to have you here, Joe. Great to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I love Safford. I love you guys, and it's good to be with you. Amen. What's funny is uh, many of you may... Maybe you probably don't know, but we uh, tried to record this episode quite some time ago, and uh, we were trying to do our first phone interview where Brother Nate actually, because you know we're not using anything fancy, we're using Anchor app, which is a great podcast, uh, I believe app, and we use it for every episode. But we had his phone next to our mic, and with Brother Zerpoli on the other side. <laughs> And I don't know, you were going through Texas, or maybe you hung up on us. I'm not sure, but <laughs> or pretended to cut out. We anyway. asked him a tough question. He's yeah. like, "Hello, yeah. hello." Yeah, no, dude. So we we scratched. We were about thirty. We were in it. We were, yeah, in, we were it. in it. Twenty minutes probably, and 
yeah. <laughs> it just cuts. It's out. like that though. I drove in Texas, man. And I'm like, had service here, didn't have service there. Had service here. Oh, yeah, man. West Texas, there's nothing out there. And then my phone service doesn't help. The the straight talk phone service is uh, kind of lame in those areas too. So <laughs> sorry about that. Well, didn't you just switch from Verizon? I did. I switched to Verizon for one month, and I couldn't stand it. So <laughs> <laughs> they say it's the best, but I did not experience it. Uh, yeah. He's like, I'd rather straight talk. Come yeah. Say, like. So boat and and uh, brother Joe's come through town many times since then, and he's gone with the wind. I know. Sometimes but, he comes in, and then we're like, Oh, Joe was here, and what? <laughs> and so, nevertheless, he's here. And he's actually on his way out, so we just thought we'd catch a quick uh, interview with you. Amen, and, man. Uh, we really do appreciate your ministry, bro. And um, in fact, we're just a little, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, first off, give us a little quick bio about you. Uh, a lot of these, maybe some of these people. I do know that a lot of uh, people from Arizona do listen to this podcast, and so they may know you, but maybe they don't. Maybe you're going to tell them something that they didn't know. Sure. Uh, well, I'm an old man, 35 years old, and <laughs> and I felt the call of God when I was eight years old. My family came into the church in 1992. I was seven, received the Holy Ghost when I was eight, and felt called to the ministry um, shortly after that. And I never pursued that calling growing up. I just kind of worked in the local church, and and I, I liked music, so I sang a lot. I, I taught uh, Sunday school, and just about did just about everything you could do in a local church setting. Um, but the Lord really started dealing with me um, in the spring of 2015. Oh, wow. And I suppose I was 30 at that point, going to turn 31 that year. And he really started dealing with me that now is the time, that the harvest is great, the laborers are few, and will you go? I've called you. And I was working a nice job in Austin. I, I love the people I work with, love the job. It was great. Uh, but I started to get really restless and miserable, and so sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing was satisfying, and and so I wrestled over the course of a few months um, with this because I was thinking carnally, you know, how how would I make money? How could I make I'm a, a living? Star. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's. I mean, I bet you that's every sure it's, evangelist thought. It's you know, and so I I wrestled and and God. I finally spoke to me on a Friday night and he said, look, if you can make money on your own, then, then you don't need me. And so that really was the dagger, I think. And, and so <laughs> I walked into uh, my workplace Monday and uh, I told my boss that I was done. So I gave two week notice and then, and then I had a really good friend. Uh, many know him. Mike East is a good friend of this church. He's, Amen. he's a evangelist prophet. Uh, of course he doesn't call himself a prophet, but we well, know. We know. <laughs> yeah. And he said, "Look, he said, you know, you don't you don't know many people. Just come with me, travel with me for six months. You don't you don't have a job anyway, and uh, <laughs> you know, see what happens. And you know, if you get asked to preach, great. If you don't, great. And so I traveled with him for about three months, and then it really just kind of took off. We split ways, and and the Lord is He's kept and sustained. Amen. So Amen. It's, it's been a great journey so far. And cool. it's been. I mean, you've. I I didn't mention it, but before." Um, this actually comes on i'm going to put a clip of one of your songs um but you you've come a long way for one i remember when you first came and preached and we were just like man first off when i heard joe's pulley's coming to town i remember this way back when you first came and uh 
And I was just like, who is this? And then this young buck comes up, you know. I thought it was going to be some, you know, older guy. And I'm like, dude, but then you preached, man. We were like, whoa. And then. Yeah, you preached about the goat. Yeah, the goat. Oh, wow. That's right. And then ever since then, you've just been, you know, kind of sneaking your way uh, back in here. But we love it. We've opened up a door for you to just say, hey, whenever you're coming through, come on down. We love to have you. And you stayed at my house. And and uh, all this stuff but also not only just preaching wise but you've um you've done a lot of music you have i believe what four five cd four cds oh uh, two eps two albums and and, and a few singles out that's there. what it is i think i'm mixing them up and getting them all together but yeah i love your music man it's fun uh, i enjoy it i know brother nate that's the <laughs> one of the only cds he has in his van <laughs> yeah, i still blast cds man. <laughs> yeah my car doesn't even have a cd player yeah you know, i'm so. a supporter yeah man for sure for sure oh man yeah i uh it's talking about your music i feel like in the it's just in these podcasts. There's one. There's one. Uh, I don't even know the name of the song. I just know it's number seven, number eleven. <laughs> but you um, you <laughs> but, but man, my kids. We all we all sing your, your songs and and uh, there's one line in one of your songs and uh, you you're talking. It's it's uh, it's this is that I believe and you're like. Get ready for the greatest life, and you're you're like get ready for the greatest life. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know. But, hey, I'm gonna put that clip hey, on there, bro. You know I mean? But the thing is, is like it brings tears to my eyes, bro, because it really is the greatest life. And like you gotta be having a bad day, man. You just think about when you got the Holy Ghost. Yes. And man, it's this is the greatest life, and I feel like this is that, man. I'd be like jamming out, bro. But <laughs> it really is. But uh, so. It's not just music, you know, it's, it's definitely, there's truth in there, and, and Amen. it's inspired by, by the Word, inspired by the Spirit, so I appreciate you for that, for sure. Amen. Well, Amen. it is the greatest life, I agree with that. You know, I, I could chalk up the first 30 years of my life as, uh, you know, being raised in the church, but really not being faithful, be, you know, showing up to, to the house of God every time the door's open, but not being faithful in my heart. Yeah. And, you know... When when God walks into your darkness and turns the light on, there's there's just nothing like it. Amen. It's the greatest I, light. I remember something. It goes back to your like maybe just add on to your bio. But I remember now it might be you. I could be wrong, but you said that you wanted to when you were a kid. You wanted to be a priest. Yes. And yeah. and uh, that kind of influenced you. Is that right? It's right. Yeah, we were uh, Catholic before uh, we came into uh, the Pentecostal Church in 1992, and. We we didn't miss a Sunday uh, for mass, you know, and I thought being a priest was like just it. The collar, I was, yeah, I thought yeah, it was so like, cool. Did you do your first Holy Communion or? I did. I did. I did do one of them. I did not drink from that cup that everybody drank from, but I, I did eat the bread. <laughs> you I did like the, the bread. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless me, yeah. But yeah, it is interesting because I, I believe the call of God was there. Well, you that's know, what just, you were saying. You know, right. didn't know, didn't realize uh, what all God had in store. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I always remember that. So. That was from the last interview, the secret hidden interview that nobody has. But he still has the white collar too. <laughs> yeah. But so moving, moving forward, moving forward, man. Uh, uh, that's who you are. And so, with another question: Did Brother East? Does he go? Did he go to your church there? Or yes. No? We. That's how we come to know each other. I believe I met him. I was probably somewhere between the ages of sixteen to eighteen. Um, in 2000 or something like that is when I met him. 
uh, he had those eyes that looked right through you, and I was a young punk. You avoided him up. Yeah, I did. I tried to. He said you know. behind you, he played 80 <laughs> Oh, he, yeah. he, he would come clear across the church and find me, you know. <laughs> and he's one of those guys that just looks through your soul. If you're yeah, not living right. You no, know? yeah. And thank God for somebody like that Amen. in our lives that can speak to us. And uh, Amen. You know, thank God for people that pray for us, too. You know, who knows where in the world. I would be today if we didn't have people praying Amen. for Amen. us. And if there's one person, man, that I know that prays know. is Brother East. In fact, one time Amen. I think we were sitting here. With the list? Yeah, and he's got this extensive list, and he says, I don't go to bed until I pray this list. Yeah, it's, it's really, just, wow. it's a beautiful thing. It, it, the night his son died, um, it was late into the night. It was probably 2 in the morning, and uh, he would not go to sleep until he went through that. It was at least two or three hour long prayer list. Yeah, he and just he like pray. hits the down key, and just keeps praying. Yeah, first. just keeps on praying. He's not, and he said, and, and it's not a simple, hey, bless this person and move on to the next. When yeah, it's like when this situation or this thing or whatever. Yeah, he he takes it really serious, and and he, he always he always said, hey, I, as I pray for my son, for God to heal my son. Oh. He said, I I pray for others the same way because I don't want God to think that I'm a respecter of persons. He's not, and so I don't want to be. Whew. So man, to have a man of God like that in your life is special. Amen. He is special. Man, I love him. Uh, Amen. One of these days, hopefully, when he comes down, if we ever start having... Ch- we know most of you are quarantined, and probably that's why you're listening to us right now, or like whenever you do, because you're stuck at home, you got nothing better to do. <laughs> but hey, so... But speaking of um, quarantine, as a evangelist, as a person who goes about the country, in fact, you recently just went to Bangladesh for a revival, right? And, um, and it was with... It was with Brother Fish, Brother Fish right, and they yeah, had a wonderful revival. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit here, what some things you saw, because I know it, it, it brought back a fire in you. Sure. Um, I know it did with Brother Fish, man. He called me, and he's just like, ah. <laughs> uh, but being an evangelist and stuck in this, I guess, virus and COVID-19 and everything, like that, how is that sure. affecting you, bro? Well, when the when it first, a couple of weeks ago, when it really started hitting the news and 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 the government actually had something to say about it. Um, and then our local government started to say things about it. It, it really did kind of hit. I was preaching a revival there on the outskirts of Austin and we were in revival. People were getting the Holy ghost and baptized. And the pastor was like, Hey, let's just extend this revival. Well, it just so happened that I could extend it because I had a pastor from another state call me and he, he decided we're going to cancel um, which is completely understandable, you know, right. and we want to obey the laws of the land and, and all of that. So, so that, that revival was going to be extended. Well, I was going to be there Wednesday and then the following Sunday, what well, was the Wednesday that he called me and he said, man, I'm feeling sick. And he said, you know, I think the best thing to do is just call this off. And so, wow. and so that canceled, uh, and, and, uh, the other state, uh, Indiana had canceled. And then I, a couple of days later had gotten a call from a Colorado that had canceled. And so three of the four uh, services that I was supposed to attend over the next month had canceled. Understandably, you know? Yeah. Right, um, right. And so uh, it was it was difficult. Um, I think we're all trying to still feel our way out, but some of us have kind of uh, found a level ground here where we can start operating like you guys have operated. You know you know what to do now in the midst of this quarantine. You yeah, know, as right. A church. right. And I think so most of the church is just trying to find their footing in this new uh, unprecedented times, as we always say. But so, but it did. It hurt. It it, it hurt me a little bit. But God has uh, made up the difference <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, your and pastor, some. yeah, and some. Your pastor called me and asked me to come, and so I did an online service uh, two Sundays ago, two which Sundays, was fire. Yeah. 
And then, and literally last weekend, last Sunday, I had I did something for five different churches, all online, uh, a worship service, a special song, preaching, and then I think uh, I spoke. Anyway, but five different churches. Yeah, that's so, so that, cool. that that was cool. That's that's, cool. that's only God, you know. So in the in the midst of hard times, uh, He's providing. Yeah. Amen. It's awesome. That's yeah. cool. So they're gonna like they'll link in your. You singing your special. Yeah. It, oh. Yeah, some of them did it already this past uh, Sunday. I think four of them already did, and uh, they already, I don't know how they do that. I right, don't I don't know. I'm Which, at the that, same time, I almost job, feel like, yeah. Yeah, uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> But at know. the same time, I, feel, I, I like that. I think that's so cool. Yeah. But it also takes away from just, you know, being there. Oh, and course, and feeling, you know, what we're doing, and I think that I don't know. I feel like that's hard, but we do. We're doing it. Yeah, the thing and, is, we're like, making the best out yeah, of the situation. We are. We have so, to. We're yeah, still the yeah. church. And but uh, we all know being in church is being in church. But nevertheless, right, right, man, right. the Holy Ghost been moving in in my home, Amen. in my home so, too, man. And it feels it's so awesome because it feels like you know the people that you cannot reach that are that walk into your building on a particular Sunday. Uh, or those that are outside that now they're wa- everybody's watching no, without yep. any pressure right. in their own home and say, well, I can click on this and nobody knows. Right. And they well, hear truth. And they hear truth and yeah. now, Woo. hey, they're snagged, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's cool about it. They don't, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll check this out. Yeah. And then they hear truth and then God's got they're it. like, uh, you know? I then, can't unhear that. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> See, I'm, I, that's what I'm questioning because I, last night I, have, I, I got to preach. I preached in my own home and stuff. Yeah. Well, after I got done, and after I got done praying, I started looking at you know the comments just to see who was on because I couldn't see right then and there who was live and or who was watching with us. Well, I looked down, and one of my coworkers from my old job at the city, who had talked to me about God and all kinds of stuff, and he's messaged me too saying some things. But he commented, he's like, "Preach it, brother," Preach and I wasn't expecting that, you know. But I knew he was watching. Then we've had some backsliders who had used to come to the church. They've been watching, and now they've been posting about God and. You know, I, we, I, have God's the power, glory, we have the power of God because we have the Holy Spirit and we, we, we don't sacrifice truth. We don't sacrifice spirit. Amen. You got to worship him in spirit and in truth. Come on, it's the only way to worship him. So when people log on, I mean, I don't care if, if they're looking at a screen. I felt the Holy Ghost as you were yeah. preaching. The anointing Amen. of God is so powerful. It's so strong. And it doesn't matter where you are. You're watching it, and, yep. and you just you feel the Holy Ghost. That's it's true. not that way everywhere. But with, but the people who live in truth, who walk in truth, it's it's that way with us. And Amen. So the, the world's hearing the gospel. And that just that brought to mind uh, the scriptures like they who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be Amen. filled. Doesn't yes. matter. Doesn't, you don't might not know how you're going to get filled, but you shall be filled. Wow. Amen. And man, I and about what you're saying about people feeling comfortable, or whatever. When this first all started, so far, we're still allowed to meet just no more than 10. That's kind of our little shebang we got going on now. Right. And I said the same thing. I'm like, you know what? Some people might feel more comfortable coming to my home just with me, you know? Right. Instead of coming to church, you know? There's all kinds of different opportunities. And, man, just look around. There's like, you know, we've been sharing them. Uh, Brother Fish. He called me the other day. He's like, man, he's like, tell everybody, share this. He, yes. <laughs> he was preaching, and uh, he told everybody, share the live stream. They shared the live stream. If your church is preaching, share the live stream. On so your it physical, could reach, yeah. It could reach more people. He, see, he told the people that shared it 55 times or whatever. Amazing. A lady from, you probably already heard, huh? No? But so they, it was <laughs> like 
two like different state away, you know. Like he was probably wherever he's at and in Missouri or something. Some lady was watching it. And she had been a backslider for four years and got filled her, refilled her with the Holy Ghost. Man. And wow. she had contacted him. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, Incredible. people are, yeah, the spirit he, Well, he just posted a picture not too long ago about a service and this dude couldn't hold it. That was the drive through yeah, service. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was on the floor in gravel just weeping yes. before God. Yeah. Incredible. It, it, Isaiah 6 and 1 said, In the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah's talking, I, I, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. You know, when, when things die, we feel like, oh my goodness, we had so much momentum here a few weeks ago. The, we felt the Come power on, of God was such an anointing, and now, boom, everything's come to a stop. It feels like it's dead. We, you know, but, but with change or with, you, you know, you can't have revival unless something's dead. Come on, somebody. Come and on, somebody. so. <laughs> And so God uses so many avenues now that we thought, oh my goodness, we, there's no way. Yeah. But God's ways are higher than our ways, and there's He'll so many way. avenues. Come on, man. It's, we're using the information highway yeah. <laughs> to preach the truth highway. Amen. You know man, what I'm saying? I, yeah, the thing is, is God could do anything, and he is doing anything. And uh, we just can't limit him in this kind of stuff right man. here that we're going Praise through. Praise God. That's so cool. So... Man, we did have another question. Yeah, so moving from that, you know, that this is a temporary, we know. Sure. And whether or not whatever's going to happen, whatever change, um, we know that the church wins, you know. We talked about that, um, the church wins. But uh, let's talk about, uh, I found this scripture. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. Um, It's Jesus. He's given the Great Commission. We all know it. It says, and he said, he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And this was a question I, I wanted to ask you last time was, um, and I kind of know we've talked about it, but we mentioned Bangladesh, but you've also been, maybe list the places you've been. And I guess the question is, is you've been around the world. What's it like preaching in different places in the world? Like the receptivity of, of, of the spirit and of the truth and maybe things that you had to overcome or things that came against you, stuff like that. Sure. Well, pre-virus, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it was it was a different landscape, I'm sure, uh, because I, I believe the hunger is starting to come here. I, I know that we we have testimonies of people we thought would never be hungry. Right. And, and they're starting to reach out and ask questions, and it's amazing. But um, the Philippines, uh, Dominican Republic, Bangladesh, uh, many... Uh, places in Europe and Europe uh, Europe was different because it's more like us they're more uh, our style but but the Philippines Bangladesh you're talking about people who live in poverty yeah. but are, are they had this contentment because they live with family and and they value family they value love and they and they, they also have such a hunger for God that the things of this world aren't important to them but they want to make sure that they please God so um, it, their receptivity to the spirit is fantastic. You know, they just—it feels like you can just go in there and preach Jesus, and there's and no boom. layers, right? Yeah. Because in America or in our culture, we We're got countless. so many we got layers. filters. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and we got so much noise. Yeah, just yeah. in our pockets with our phone, you know. Yeah. And so we we've got to peel back all those layers, you know, to get to repentance. Whereas they don't have so much; they can just hit their knees, like, repent. I get it. And yeah. tears, and, and and receive the Holy Ghost. So. And what's crazy is when I first came to God, that's. 
I think they peeled off my layers now that I think about it. Because I'd been coming to service, but it, it was that one particular service with Joe, or Joe Serpoli, Joe Savala, who came in and he preached repentance, and it was like that layer was pulled off, and it just yes. that I, that makes sense, you know, because you have to pull off well, who is God and what is God or like sure. why do bad things happen to me or why does this happen here when they in different countries they're just like this is my life and it yeah if it's the truth I receive it you know right. in, in Bangladesh it was amazing um, in January this year probably half the crowd was Muslim half was Hindu um, but when you preach the name of Jesus and you preach healing and what Jesus can do, and these people are just like, okay, if that's what He can do, that yep. I want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't experience this no with questions. who I, with where I've been, Man. and what, you know, my experience. I don't experience any of this, and so I just believe. And it's amazing power. to see they estimated, you know, at one time seven thousand people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise I mean, God, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. But I believe that worldwide revival is here right now. I yeah. believe it's sweeping across right now. God is preparing the church in, yes. in a situation like this, but he's also preparing the hearts yes. of those who are hungry but have layers. He's right. peeling back the layers. And we see, and I know you guys have said it, yeah. how unimportant some things that we right. put so much stock in, you right. know, and mm-hmm. athletes and, and, and celebrities and all that stuff. It's, that's really way down the list, man. Yeah. It's so unimportant. And God is doing that right now this oh, time. Man. it's amazing so talk about some uh just because i i remember talking a little bit about about it with you uh some of the healing that you saw at that revival or even the hunger because i i mean we're it's a, we did a perfect example of explaining it but there's a story man that you shared and the just the hunger man of people that, yes the hunger the, the most amazing thing was to me yes there were many healings and that was awesome uh, the reaction of the people who had just had their eyes open was amazing too because they didn't they didn't respond the way that you think they would respond. You know, you think they would just be running and shouting and leaping and jumping, but there was almost like a a wow factor or a, a peace, just like I don't even know what to do. I, I have no idea, you know. I, I was I couldn't see anything before, but now I can see. Or I couldn't hear anything before. And you know, it's like like dumbfounded, starstruck. Yeah, you just like whoa. And so, and that's the other the cool thing too that that it taught me is like, look, just because people don't respond the way you think they should right. respond no, doesn't right, mean they didn't right, just have an right. encounter I with think God. That, yes, true. <laughs> but yes. one of the one of the coolest things was the people that did not receive their miracles. There was a a guy, especially I have him in my mind. He had uh, deformed legs or something. He had paralysis in his legs. He he had a cane. He would come. He'd walk to service and he'd get up right to the front. And we prayed. We laid hands on him. We prayed healing over him. And the first night, it didn't seem to happen, at least to our natural eyes. The second night, nothing still. The third night, still nothing. But each night, he came back with the same attitude, the smile on his face. He was rejoicing. He was happy. He was expecting. He was expecting that, hey, it may not have happened before. It may happen today. It can happen today. Yeah. You know? And so that attitude really convicted my soul because... How many times do we pray oh, and well. ask God? Yeah. And God doesn't respond like we want him to right away. Yes, I, yep. And then we stop praying. We have a bad attitude or whatever. Yeah. You know, we start sulking. We think we're entitled, you know, uh, just because I received the Holy Ghost at one point that God needs to answer my prayer. Well, God don't work that way. No, you know? yeah. But God wants to continue to see a faith that comes back with, with that attitude, you know, that expectancy. And so that was one of the coolest things I saw. The other thing was the, the preacher, the evangelist who was... Uh, demonstrating the power of the Holy Ghost and how it overflows. He was pouring a bottle of water into a glass, and the glass started to overflow, and the water ran out uh, over the stage onto the ground. 
and people would rush up there and just try to grab the water as it was falling, and they would try to put it on their faces, you know, like almost like it was holy water. Because well, like, they were, he oh, right. was he was saying that that's like the Holy Ghost. It's like the Holy they Ghost. They wanted yes. it. They wanted so it much to the point oh, where man. they wanted that bad, and, and oh, when when man. they couldn't reach because of the people in their way, they would get down on their hands and knees and they would crawl in. They get the, get mud, the mud and put it on their face. Lord, have mercy. Incred- I mean, how hungry are we? How desperate are we? You know, and it convicted me. And more than anything, it really, it really convicted me. Hey, th- these people are all in. You know, they're not playing. Games. They don't have something else to do. Yeah. They don't have somewhere else to go, or they don't have a even schedule. By them being there is dangerous for them to even be there. I'm sure. That's exactly right. Dangerous uh, for them to even be there. Yeah, Muslim. I mean, all kind of things. You know, there was a mosque right there uh, in the neighborhood. They were not too happy the first night. As you <laughs> but the name of Jesus is glorified, man. Amen. It's, and it's how many people amazing. were there again? Did they estimate? They estimated between ten to twelve thousand people. I personally had never been a part of something that big on that grand a stage. You know, see that many people. As far as you can see, yeah. People. I seen the pictures. It was just like, <laughs> uh, well, I remember my wife. Dude, one time she she went on a missions trip to the Philippines, and she said one of the most amazing sights was to see the line of people leading to the ocean to get baptized. Amen. And she said, but it was just that hunger, like, let's get, you say to be baptized, that's no, the way to do it, it. let's no do it. You know? For sure, man. That, well, that reminds me of what you're saying about the water. It's like, I'm sure like the same people, like the disciples and all that, you know, you see this little old lady crawling on the ground, wow. just yes. trying to touch the hem of his garment, you know, it's like dumb to us, you know, wow. or dumb to everybody else. Yeah. But it's the same principle as like these people, they just are like, they're so desperate for So desperate. For what you're telling them, it's like faith comes by preaching, you know, by yeah. hearing the word of God, and they're hearing it. They're just like, well, but yet here in America, yes. we're pulling teeth to try to get you to. And that's what, and that's sure. what we're saying about the layers, you know. It's Amen. like we have so many, so many. Man, that's crazy. It's just like what you know. Um, well, I was just we were talking about something right before this, right before we got on here, is about what Ezekiel 16 says is like. The reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed wasn't because of what we all say, oh, Sodom. That's why it's called Sodom. It's because of pride, fullness of bread, and idleness. Wow. And it's like, those are layers that we yes. think about America. It's like, nobody can tell me what to do. Yes. And then we're so idle. We don't need to do what God tells me to do or do right. what anybody tells me to do. And we're so We got everything we need, fullness of bread. Yes. And mm. you got to peel those, peel those layers back versus like what we're saying in places other places where they don't have all those layers right yeah we have grown accustomed to our comfortability and maybe there are still some folks out there that are saying hey i just can't wait for this thing to blow over i just want to get back to normal but i think the plan of god is no there is no normal no there's no back to normal yeah this thing has got to be different you know and that's what it, that's you know that's the mercy of God. Yes, it does, it is. Everything yes, is the mercy is. of God. It, it depends on how you look at it. But but even scripture, if you just read the Word of God, what God does to His people is yeah. all because He loves yeah. us. Right. You right. know, oh, He's man. trying to get our attention. He's trying to wake us up and yes. say, "Hey, I am everything that you need." Amen. But you keep looking in other places, and you're your own savior, so you don't need me. But right. but when times get tough, what are you? Gonna, and He says it many times. Are you going to turn back to your gods? Yeah. So what are they going to do? You oh, know, yeah. You're remember, turn back? remember the leeks and the onions in Egypt, man. We had wow. so yeah. good, man. Right. It, that reminds me of the preaching by Jeff Arnold, "Disturbed into Your Destiny," where he starts talking about the eagles, wow. you know, and how 
He rips up the nest. He kicks you out, man. Yes. And you want to stay? The little bird's like, no, I don't want to get out. This is what I know. I'm safe right here. And the... You know, the ego just says, get out. Well, and then that was with the last episode that we did talking about, you know, just God shaking everything that he can't yeah. shake and taking us out of this mode of comfort that because we're we, all in. It's just like that thing. Yes. We'll never learn how to fly if we just if we stay don't get in our pushed. little nest. So right. true. Man. Because in the nest is where mom is. You know, it's where dad is. It's the comfort. It's yeah. And, you know, in, in, in the church, speaking of the church, you know, we have grown accustomed to where dad is. It's the, it's the house of God. And we go to the house of God for everything. And we just go to the house of God and enjoy his presence. Right. So much so that we don't even have to bring his presence with us. We, we rely on the presence of God to be there based on Brother Nate or Brother CJ's prayer life or somebody else. I can just mm. walk in. I can feel the presence of God. Right. Well, God is shaking that up, too. He's like, that doesn't work. Yeah, because, you know, we can grow up in the presence of God. That doesn't mean that we're going to be saved. A lot of us are accustomed to the presence of God. Oh, come on. But that that is not our salvation. In John 15, Jesus said, I'm the vine, or, I'm the vine you're the branches. Right. He said, every, every branch in me that does not bear fruit verse 2 and I stopped after reading that I may have we may have talked about this I can't remember but I stopped after reading what Jesus said that's been a common scripture throughout yeah podcast preaching we were talking about yeah. it God's using that man. man every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit I said what do you mean God if I'm in you am I not bearing fruit like isn't that just a product of being in you and he says Oof. no that's only half of it You've got to be in me, but I've got to be in you. Right. That's where the nutrition comes from. Right. That, uh-huh. that's, that's how you begin to bear fruit is when I'm in you and working right. through you. Right. It's like if, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Amen. Why? Because we're, we're together. Just like me and the, he, he related it to, to me and the Father. And he was a, a, as an example of him in the flesh and, and doing the work of God, the Spirit of God moving through him. The same way you should be in me and me and you. Right. Because when you're like that, you could just automatically produce fruit. See, we so many times, and I'm talking to myself, just preaching to myself. <laughs> yeah. We talk about doing. We talk about, you know, the will of God is always going and doing and all that stuff. But I think the will of God, first and foremost, is being. It's not doing. It is being. Right. Because what we do should flow from who we are. Right. right, Not the other way around. Too many times we try and catch up to our habits or catch up to our daily disciplines and we fall short and then we feel like failures. Which is, we got it backwards. We're not starting in the presence of God and saying, God, I want to be who you've called me to be. Instead, we want to work miracles. We're attracted to the miraculous. We want to do miracle signs and wonders. Right. And we want to manufacture things. If they're not happening, we'll take them upon ourselves to make it happen. But that's not the way it works. No. And that's why I said it's a wicked and adulterous generation that seeks after signs. Because you're doing it backwards. Right. Mm. It's an adulterous generation because you're cheating on who you're cheating on me, first right. of all. And you're cheating on who I want you to be. Right. You just want to do. Right. You know, it's a Martha syndrome. You want to work, 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 work for God and get all and just be so busy, what but that? you don't want to just be in right. my presence. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. Right. Amen. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, but you have to be in Christ first. Not if any man do in Christ. Come on. So true. And yeah. we can do a lot of things. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Not do holy things because I do holy things. No, I'm interested in who you are. I want I want mm. to make you a person of integrity, of character, of, of righteousness. That you bypass that stuff and wanna you're automatically attracted to miracles. He said, Okay, you can you're gonna keep praying for that. Be careful because you're gonna get, you're gonna get you it. may just get what you ask for and sabotage your relationship with me and 
and sacrifice your eternity with me. Amen. When I look at you and say, depart from me, I never knew you. We didn't have intimacy. And I was just about to bring that scripture yeah, exactly. up. Exactly. It's you like, know, they did, 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 did. Yeah. But check it out. Mm-hmm. These signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. That, and that's just a product of who you are. Believing is a state of being. You Amen. know, it's just a product of who you are. So you don't have to seek signs or anything like that. They just follow you. Yeah. They just follow who you are. It was like Peter didn't just go up to the lame man at the gate and just sit there and say, oh, well, I know I can do this. He was just being himself. He and just, he's like, look, I don't got silver and gold. I'm sorry, but just get up and walk. Amen. I'll and, give you what I have. Literally, yeah. What, what is in me, I'm just, I'm just going to transfer that to you right now. Mm. I'm not manufacturing this on my own. I'm not laying hands on you and giving you the claw and shaking you. None of that. <laughs> One of the beautiful things about what's going on right now in our world today is all the soapboxes are removed. Yes. You know, you can stare into a camera and just preach on your soapbox, but you're going to look kind of goofy because <laughs> yeah. nobody's saying amen, right? <laughs> Nobody cares about our opinions. Right. The only thing that changes people is the word of God, Woo! the truth of the word of God. Yeah, so when we look right. into that camera, if we're not preaching the word of God, it falls flat and we look foolish. Now, now see, if you've got people in the church who have maybe grown up in this and they may amen you and make you feel good, you know, so you'll stand on that soapbox oh, longer. Man. But the will of God is, hey, just keep your opinions to yourself. Just preach my word. It's the only thing that changes people. Come on, man. That's that's a good point, man, because you it's almost like you're uh, pre, uh, preaching to yourself in a mirror, sure. and you're just like, man, I'm the only one giving myself a man. How stupid is my opinion? <laughs> it's so, it's oh, so true. man. It's so true. That's oh, man. fire. And I'm just thinking right now, it's like, you were talking about being in, in our relationship with God, and which, again, it's like he's shaking all this stuff, peeling everything back so that we can get back to God, Is and... He's like, he brought up Acts chapter 3. He's like, whenever they were going, where were they going? It says it was the hour of prayer. They were going to go spend time with God. Yeah. And have their being, like you're saying, with yes. God. With and God. on the way to do that, that too, work on their relationship with God. Amen. There, there was a need that was met. Wow. You know? Man, I never seen that. I was just reading Acts chapter yeah, 3, man. That's but crazy. It's just like, they weren't out miracle hunting. They weren't out looking for yeah, lame people. Right. They were just trying to go and pray. That's they were exactly just trying to go right. tap into the presence. They're just trying to do, you know. You're try, right. They're trying to stay in the vine. And when, we, and when we're in the vine, you're right. When we're tapped into the presence of God, it's not hard. You're not like I said, oh, do I give money to this person or that person? I, we don't know anything in our carnal <laughs> yeah, mind, right? right? And so that's what we've got. Because he said in that same passage, John 15, he said, without me, I believe it's verse 8. You can do nothing. You can do nothing. You can do nothing. Think about that, dude. I mean, does he have to be, how much more clear does he have to be without me? You, you can, can do, do nothing. nothing. Amen. So you're spinning your wheels. Yeah. You know, stop stop trying to do, stop running around. We say, well, I don't have time to pray. We don't have time not to not pray. To pray. Yeah. Well, now you got all the time in the world to start praying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're stuck at That's home. That's true. You know what I mean? Dude. Oh. oh, man. It's so true, man. In the, the go, Yeah, exactly. We kind of brought it up. It's like Matthew chapter 7 is like they all were doing something. Well, we've done, done, done this. We've cast out devils. We've done the miraculous. We've done the deliverance ministry. We've done, done, done. Wow. But I don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. that's all that matters. That's I don't know matters. you. And and think about it. You know, thank you, though, for doing my work because Jesus was still preached. My, yeah. I was still glorified. You know, whether you decide to bow your knee to me or not, I'm still going to be glorified. Whether you decide right. to make it to heaven or, or force your way to an eternity without me, Either way, your life, it's going to glorify me. Right. So you might as well bow your knee, and you might as well know me. But he said, yeah. He said, 
thank you for doing my work. And ba- basically, you did my work. I, I used you for my purpose because you wanted to be used for my purpose. But guess what? You also used me for your purpose because it was about your you, kingdom. Yeah. It was about your name. It was never good, about exactly. me. Because oh. if it was, you would know me. Yeah. And I would know you. And that reminds me. Mm. That reminds me. Even then, it was like the twelve disciples. They see other. Dis- they see other people, and they're like, they're they're preaching Jesus, but they're not of us. Mm. And Jesus is like, hey, go ahead and let them do it. You know. Right. Right. He's like, go ahead and just let them do it. But the test is going to come at the end. Wow. He's like, are you going <laughs> to? So true. Because if, if you're not attached to the vine, you're going to wither up, and men are going to cut you and throw you in the fire. Wow. Mm. And it's in that passage, you know, he said, so it's only half of it. So don't just. Don't just get into the presence of God and think you're good, because that's not going to do it. He's got to be in you and moving through you. Right. He's got to be working through you. And he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, that, that word there, words, we know there's a difference between rima and logos. Right. That is a specific word for your context, for your situation. That's not logos. That's not the planned word of God. Right. That is specific to your situation. Right. So. You're not going to know anything, basically, yeah. if, you don't, if you're not attached to me. You're just going to guess all your life. <laughs> you're going to be running in circles because without me, you can do nothing. You need a rim of word for your Ooh. personal situation right now in yeah. the moment. Yeah. And the only way you get that is, like you said, Brother Nate, attached to the vine. There's, yeah. a, there's no other way around it. Yeah. Man. And what's crazy is like... The whole tree thing is like, he's the vine, right? We're the branches. You said it's the, we get the nutrients from the vine. It flows with the branches. Like, yes. it's a, like, we're coming in spring right now. And there's a bunch of cool stuff, actually, oh, man. But there's this lady, I remember listening to this preaching one time. And he starts talking about trees. And he said that the, re, the, that the spring, the wind that's making the squeaky noise and that maybe you guys can oh, hear Oh, Lord, have mercy. Is the spring winds blow. And it, when it shakes the tree, the the wind shakes the tree, and it wakes up the sap, and it begins the sap begins to flow wow. to the branches, which will give it leaves and give it fruit. But and so and just a little quick side note: it's like the trials of life will shake up the things that will make you produce. Mm, right? Right. And but just a quick side note: it's like Jesus said, "I'll be the 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 rivers of living water yes. flowing out of you." And it's just like, Amen. he's that nutrient. So if you're tapped in and you allow the spirit to work through you. Amen. Then those living waters. Yeah, man. That's just, well, a, it's, yeah. A, it's the mm. sap to, from the vine to the branches. I love this, what God is doing in this time. Because like you said, Brother CJ, he's Amen. slowing us completely down. You can't have any excuse about no time to pray now. <laughs> okay? Because we got all the time in the world. But if you're intent on not seeking the face of God, you can find ways to waste your day. You could Netflix binge or... But again, mm. all of this is happening because of the mercy and the love of God. That's right. He's, he's giving us a space. He's just like... It reminds me, it's like one of the last verses in, in Revelation. And you probably could quote it because you're a beast, but... Yeah, you didn't even talk about you. You're a Bible quizzer. Oh, man. we yeah, I know, right? We just got into... <laughs> Let me see. Uh... uh let me see. Uh, Revelation, I think it's. Where is it? It says, "The spirit and the bride say, come." You know what verse I'm talking about? Yep. It says, "Oh man, where is it? Where is it? It's gonna kill me." Um. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, there it is. Revelation 22, 17. It says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let them let them that hear it say, Come, and let them that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. It's like God right now, he's speaking and he's like, come. come. Yes. He's like, if you're hearing, you said people are tuning in yes. and they're hearing yes. things that they never heard that they've avoided. But now they're, oops, I accidentally heard that. Can I hear it? Well, if you hear, come. If you're thirsty, you're, you're, not, you're, you're in lockdown right now. You're not, getting, you're not getting fed from the worldly things that you used to drink on. Right. Mm. If you're thirsty, come. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, have mercy. And that verse has been on my heart too. Like that, <laughs> God's just—he's doing a new thing. But we talked about it's like he's doing a new thing, but he's doing the same thing that he's always done. Yeah, right. Well, he's just like my people, just doing it in a new way. In a new way. <laughs> he's got Facebook Live now. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced that if you want to ignore the voice of God or what God is doing, you've got to work extremely hard to do it. You've Amen. got to fight against the love of God, and that's that's almost insurmountable insurmountable but people I'm, there will be people that do it yep but I think it was uh, brother Jeff Arnold who who went and said you'd have to be stupid to choose hell <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> but think about when we're kids though they love us and man me personally man I could it would have been the same as just me spitting in some the people that love me's face you know of how I rejected what they t- they're trying to help me yeah they're trying mm-hmm. to love they're loving me saying don't do that I'm just looking out for you I'm trying to help you and they love me and I just you know yeah but it, what brings is it causes pain and when you do it to God it'll it's eternal the the choices is eternal yes. versus just temporal you know so true but in this time let's just make it our point like that we're going to be still and know that I am God. Psalm mm. 4610. Be still. And with all the chaos going around, that whole passage right there in Psalm 46 talking about chaos going on. You just be still and then you're going to know that I am God. You know, it's, it's a matter of what we're focused on. It's in, in Psalm 1, it opens in Psalm 1. It said, uh, blessed is man. We know the passage. Right. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law right. of the Lord, and right. in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers mm, of water. Yep. Everything that you touch turns to gold when you are in him and he, he is in you. Amen. Like You don't have to fight. There's no pressure. God's leading the way, and you're just following. You're just right. obeying. You're in the spirit. If you can connect with him each and every day and stir up the gift that is within, within you, there's, I mean... We cannot lose. Yeah. The, church, the church is going to yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah. The church cannot the lose. The church is going to make, make it. I'm excited. Oh, and that's it. That's the reality. Is like, like, man, when this all first started, like, there was a way, probably the same thing. Is like, there was, there was like the way that kind of hit you. Is like, man, everything's kind of falling apart. What's going on? You yeah. know, with the, you know, the cancellations. And, and I remember I just was like, I was getting excited. And I am now. But wow. there was a wave that came uh, uh, on me. It was just like. Man, like, I don't even know, man. I'm not going to make it, you know? Yeah. The doors are closed. And I'm sure there's a bunch of people that feel like that. I'm not going to make it now. But then this, like, I'm just like, shut up, devil. Yes. I'm going to make it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, because my, my faith is in the name, Praise right? His God. name is my refuge. And he's right here with me in my home. And and wow. I don't know, like, I'm just excited. I feel like Praise there's... God. 
in the restored relationship yeah. with the branch and the vine, there's going to be fruit that people have tried to produce or maybe prayed but never really because they weren't really in the vine. Right? Mm. And through that restored relationship of what this quarantine and all that stuff that's going on is that there's going to be things that ha- that haven't been done or that God's been trying to do, Praise but God. we've been just trying to do our own way. But he's just like, without me, you can do nothing. nothing. Just let like that yeah. whisper in your ear. You know, I and I've felt that, you know, when I'm trying to go about and I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall, I just feel the Lord just whisper, hey, without me, remember, you can do nothing. Just hit your knees right now. Yeah. You know, and see what the enemy means for evil. God turns it for good. We know that he uses this time. You know, the devil can only attack our stuff. Right. For real, he, that's it. That's yeah. all he can, he can come against, and you can even come against my body with the sickness. Right. You know, you can, you can, but it's all surface level. It's all outer stuff. You can't take, like you said, brother Nate, this peace of God in me, this faith in God. That's something you cannot touch. And so the enemy, he just is working this as as much as he can, but he is going to be unsuccessful. Because God is turning it around for good. He said, no, my people, it, they're rising, it's rising up in them, that faith. Right. And now it's the only thing that you can lean on is my everlasting arm. It's the right. only thing. I'm the only one. Right. They're, they're, they're just waking you. All you're doing is waking them up to the fact right. that they need me and I, I'm the only thing right. that can do it. He's like, go ahead. He's like, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He's like, hey, can I send a plague on your people? Yeah, go ahead. Because you yeah. think it's going to glorify you and people are going to come at you, but wow. it's actually going to glorify me. <laughs> and the devil, right. you know, you think yeah. he would learn, but he doesn't <laughs> right. learn. I think he's just like, he's like, it doesn't matter what I do. No, no matter. It's God's true. three steps ahead of me every single time. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. He's like, oh, go ahead. You know, from the cross, you think that's the ultimate. Like, he thought, oh, Jesus, I got him. He's done. Got him. And he then three cho- days later, yeah, you know. He could have listened to me. I told him I'd give him all yeah. the kingdoms. Well, what's funny is I, man. I heard uh, Raymond <laughs> Woodward say this one time, man, and it was it, it's broken me. He's like, and he's you can watch it for yourself, but he said at the beginning of time, the devil comes or like people are born or, or you know Adam and Eve are, are made, and so all of a sudden the devil comes up with the plan. He says, "Look, God, you hate evil, but you love people. You love Adam." So when he got Adam to sin, now all of a sudden the thing God hates is now in the thing that God loves. And so now the devil thinks that he has a double barrel shotgun on him. And he goes off to say that, hey, well, now you want to kill the thing that you hate, but you want to save the thing that you love. Well, now the thing that you hate is in the thing that you love. So now what are you going to do? Because he's like, (laughs) it's like conundrum. He's like, he's like, now you got to kill the thing that you love. But also if you keep him around, you you got you, 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 you got to keep the thing that you hate and right. he's like got you and god's like man you you, you got, got me man but you know what's crazy is uh there was a lamb slain before the foundation oh, no. of the earth <laughs> <laughs> oh, so i was like raymond woodward said that i was like Woo, yeah, man god plays Go ahead, the ultimate man. game of god yeah <laughs> that ain't a lie man Amen. and for those and for those who are listening and maybe you don't even know anything what we're talking about um Search the scriptures. John chapter 3 says, Jesus said, you must be born again. You can't see the kingdom. Mm. You can't enter the kingdom unless you are born again of the water and the spirit. He said in verse 7, I believe, marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born. It's not an option. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says, Peter rose up on the day of Pentecost. He said, uh, you, he says, Peter said that you must repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And uh, that's that's the plan of salvation that's provided in the Bible. 
Mm. And for those of you who are a part of the church, who are in quarantine, or you you're you know you're fumbling around, you you you're 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 like the blind leading the blind. You don't know what to do. Just pray. He knows what to do. He has all the answers. Yes. He his word. He seek him in his word. Seek him in prayer. And uh, he's there. He's there. He's not gonna. If you seek him, you will find him. Yes. Amen. Amen. I don't have anything else. I was just gonna throw that out there. You know, I, I think this is. This yeah. it was funny because it turned from an interview to a literal conversation, it, which was awesome, lower, man. man. Yeah. And I, I feel the Holy Ghost here, yeah. man. Amen. And so the way we want to end this is, uh, if you will, Brother Joe, if you would pray, and just real quick, I, I think right before you pray, if you would maybe say some last remarks that maybe you want these listeners to hear. Sure. Um, I mean, we've talked a lot about this vine thing, but I mean, just whatever you feel like this generation needs to hear right here, right now. And then right after you say, it, let's just pray. Sure. If you're in the church, you've heard this repeatedly, probably every day, you've probably seen this. The scripture, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, it's a famous scripture. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And it's the people of God. It's our time as the church of God to rise up and, and actually humble ourselves. This is the way that we will rise up when we first humble ourselves yes. and pray. But don't stop with prayer. And if I could steal something, Brother Fish, I, I, he told me, you know, it, there's a separation there between prayer and seeking my face. Right, Otherwise, right. he wouldn't have said it. So don't just stop with prayer. And we do this many times. We feel a breakthrough. We start to feel tears flooding our face. And we think, man, I feel good. And then we stop. But we just crossed the threshold from flesh to spirit. We just entered into the Holy of Holies. And then right. we're just going to stop there. Don't stop Ooh. there. Yes. But seek my face. Jesus, and like you just said, Nate, those that seek me will find me when they search for me with all of their hearts. So don't just be intent on praying. Move past prayer to where you seek his face. And that's literally intimacy with God. Like wherever you are, God, I want to see you. I want to be mm. in your presence. I want to find you at all costs, at any cost, no matter the cost. It's worth the cost, right? right. So just make up in your mind, I'm going to push past just prayer. Right. We got to be a people that seek his face. And when we do, we humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways. That, you know, holiness matters. Yeah. So if there's anything that displeases God in your life, get rid of it. That's right. And just get rid of it. Like, That's is right. it really worth the cost? No. I mean, I don't care what it is. If it's a show that you're binging on Netflix, or maybe it's just the fact that you're binging on Netflix and it's time wasted. Come on. Whatever it is that you think, would God be pleased with this? If he's not pleased with this, then get rid of it. Holiness is what matters. Mm. Come on. Be ye holy, for I am holy. That's and right. God's really searching and sifting through hearts right now, and he's finding those who who really are uh, intent on pleasing him whatever it Jesus. takes and so if there's something small just get rid of like just kill those it's those small foxes that spoil the vine that's right amen and if you've not had a breakthrough in your life and you've been praying for god to do the big breakthrough well you got to break through yourself first right. revival happens with us and that's so right. let it let let God just speak to you. Let him work on your heart and your mind. There's some things you already know. There are yeah. some things in your life right now that are not pleasing God. You already know what they are. Get rid of them. If mm. it's music, get rid of it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's not sins of commission. Maybe it's sins of omission. Maybe you're not doing something that you know to do is, is right. And, and James said it's sin. That's right. Mm. So do it. So start doing that. 
Not, a lot of times we think, well, I, I must be hurting God by, by something I'm doing. Well, sometimes it's stuff that we're not doing right, <laughs> because right. we need to do the right thing because right. we know we're the people of God. He's called us to be his hands, his feet, his voice. Mm, right. And so reach out to somebody. You've been sitting there and lazy like we've all been, you know, comfortable and lazy. Just get up and move towards somebody who needs to hear the voice of God. When Ooh. you open up your mouth, speak faith. Start speaking faith to somebody's life. Somebody right. who doesn't know, who's sitting in darkness, you're the light. Reach out to them. Mm. In Jesus' name. Let's pray right now. Lord, thank you so much for my brothers. Thank you for this time together. Lord, I thank you for the work of God that you're doing through them, that they're speaking, God, into the lives of hungry hearts, and you're using them for such a time as this. This is your will, God. I pray blessings upon them and their households, God, for doing the will of God and the work of God. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on them that they cannot contain, God, as they open up their mouth and speak your word, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, empower them and strengthen them, comfort them wherever they are, whatever they need, God, in their specific situations right now. Bless my brother Nate. Bless my brother CJ. Thank you, God, for these men of God. Now I pray for all of our listeners, God. I pray that you you have been stirring us, God. You have been convicting us. You have been speaking into our lives, God. But I pray for our response, God, that it would be a yes. That there's no negotiation, God. That we that we are literally out of options and we need you. And it's the only way it can work. Help us, God, to get John 15 inside of us. Your word said, without me, you can do nothing. God, help us to realize that, God, that we need you in this hour, God, that without you, Jesus, we're hopelessly lost. We've got to have your power. We've got to have your anointing. We've got to have your spirit, God. Nothing else matters. God, take this whole world literally, but give me Jesus. If I have you, God, I've got everything that I could ever need. We love you and we worship you right now. We feel your presence. We feel your power. I pray for those, God, sitting in darkness who have not come to the light. I pray, Lord, that we would obey your word that we would be born again of the water and of the spirit, that we would fall to our knees, that we would repent of our sins, that we would turn from our ways, God, and that we would turn to you, God, with all of our hearts. God, that we would be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us, God, and fill them, everyone, God, who doesn't have the Holy Ghost, fill them with the power of your spirit right now. We feel the Holy Ghost right now. God, you're speaking to us. You're speaking through us. You're doing a great work in this hour. God, we surrender our hearts to you and everything that you want to do. We give you all of the glory and all the praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Brother Zapoli, thank you for coming on the show. And we just feel the Holy Ghost. Now, if you would just join us in our closing. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to message us or whatever it is. But... Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Amen. If you'll join us with our end ending, come, come on, on somebody. somebody.